Welcome to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, the podcast for high achievers who want to stay sharp, focused, and full of energy despite their diagnosis. With your host, National Board Certified Functional Medicine Health Coach, Julie Michelson, where Julie helps you take your power back from autoimmunity. And now here's your host, Julie Michelson. Welcome back to the Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast. I'm your host, Julie Michelson. And today I'm joined by my friend, Dr. Dan Cartolicchio. Have you ever wondered which foods you should be eating? Have you tried an anti-inflammatory diet with less than optimal results? Dr. Dan and I are going to discuss our shared experiences on why food sensitivity testing is key to reducing inflammation and improving your health. Listen in and learn how leaky gut may be driving your symptoms and the steps you can take to jumpstart your healing and feel better and younger as you age. Dr. Dan, welcome to the podcast. I am so excited that you're here. Thank you very much, Julie. It is an honor and a pleasure. And we got a little role reversal today. So I'm not going to start asking questions. I'm going to wait for questions to be asked to me. And that may be difficult, but it's going to be fun. And I'm looking forward to it. And thank you very much for having me on. It is. I'm so excited. I've been asking you to be on for a while. I'm glad we finally made it work. And that's okay. If you ask me a question, I'll just remind you that this one, <laughs> And who's the this boss one, in, this, in this podcast? <laughs> yeah, we, we switch seats for this one. So I, I know your story. I know how you came to be doing what you're doing. I would love for you to share with listeners, you know, how, how did you become Dr. Dan in the functional medicine world? How did you shift what, you know, most of us didn't just decide when we were little kids that we wanted to be healing people and by taking this approach. So give us, give us your story. Sure. Thank you very much for that. And so, I mean, by trade, I'm a chiropractor and I had offices. I started to open up multiple offices. I had offices in multiple states at one time, New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut, simultaneously together at the same time I had them. And this was in the 90s, and they were doing well. We were serving humankind, and we were doing great work underneath that chiropractic model. And, and it, it started to change. Insurances changed. We had a lot of employees. I don't recall the number, Jewel. I think it was over a little over 100, a little under 100 employees. And oh. it was a lot of fun, and we were helping out a lot of people. And it changed and I changed in a negative way because I'm traveling to different offices. I had partners at that time and I started to eat poorly and I was in a lot of stress and I was in that downward spiral, that, you know, the spiral, that valley of despair type of a thing. And I started to notice, I started to gain some weight and I was gaining more weight. I went from 195 division one athlete to a 260, 65 pound individual. And I was stressed. And I remember one Sunday night, I thought I was going to the hospital. I didn't go to the hospital that, that night, Monday, I went to the hospital. They said I was having a vestibular thing because I was dizzy. Tuesday, I was in the hospital. I was uh, at my, I was in my New Jersey office and I was in the hospital and it was a stressful day. And I remember walking around the office and it was getting worse. 
I went to the ER, which was right across the street from the office, and it really uh, hit me as I was lying there on that gurney thing, whatever mm-hmm. that is. They had the pads, they had the nitric oxide paste, they had you know, doctors that were around me, blood pressure 230 over 110. And then it happened. It was a marble rolling in my blood vessel. That's the way I felt. And I passed out. I made my peace at that point in time because mm-hmm. I didn't know where I was going. I made my peace. And I, I, I said that I need to do more and better on the other side of this. And I realized that my lifestyle, eating poorly, processed foods were just not what was healthy for me. The stress management, there was no stress management, yeah. you know, smoking cigars, drinking wine and beer and stuff like that, especially on the weekends. And I just gained all of this weight, all of this weight. And it was just terrible. It was horrible. And it feel good about myself and posture syndrome, because here you are talking about <laughs> natural health care and I needed to change. And I found a nutritionist. The nutritionist helped me out significantly, became my mentor. And I decided to get a master's in in human nutrition, where I I teach it now at the graduate level. And I just changed my whole career, different pathway. I love it. This is where I live. One of the reasons why I get up in the morning besides my 14-year-old son. So I I love helping people this way. Wow. And, and for so many of us, there's either a, a long-term pathway, a wake-up call, but talk about a wake-up call. I mean, you literally were killing yourself, not, oh, yes. not consciously. You don't no. know what that is because you don't know what you don't know. Right. And, you know, you know, you know, you're not supposed to eat. You're supposed to eat right. But what did that mean? I didn't know what that meant. Right. You right. know, I really didn't know what that meant. And we'll get into that. And so, you know, did I have some ice cream? Did I have some fast food? Yes. Was it in excess? At times it was. Was it any different than anybody else that I was? No. No, no right? You don't, you don't, you know, you don't know that. And, you know, to take it to a, a higher level on what you should be eating and so forth. And how do you help out humankind? You know, that's that was the question that was burning in my mind and my heart and my soul. What was that that I needed to do to get to that point? Well, I'm so grateful, not only for you, because uh, I I know the contribution you make, but I know you're your clients and your patients are, are so lucky to Thank have you. you, as is your family. Of course, Thank all you. of us are. So I'm so thrilled that that not only did you get through that, but you know that it drove you to, to be the contribution that you are now. And we, I was joking before I hit record because you and I could talk for hours because our passions <laughs> on this overlap. Right. Mm-hmm. I want to, most of our listeners have autoimmunity or have someone they love with autoimmunity. And so I want you to kind of dumb down for us because I I think many listening to your story think, oh, he had a heart attack, but it's more than that. And, and it's, it's, you know, we, we hear overweight and we hear, you know, fast food and we hear alcohol, the words you didn't use that I know are such a part of your story are chronic inflammation, right? But that's, 
that's what that led to for you. So I just, I wanted to kind of share that piece with listeners of, of not that all of the same changes wouldn't be, you know, definitely in order, but you know, let's, let's, we know we're going to talk about inflammation today because that's my jam and that's your jam. So, so important. It is really important that chronic low grade inflammation from lifestyle lifestyle diseases, autoimmunity, all right, because I live in that, in, that, in that world in addition to, can be caused by things such as low-grade inflammation. Now, where does this low-grade inflammation come from, right? That is the question. And what we're finding out today in research, it's finding out that it's a food intolerance. It's a food sensitivity, not a food allergy. There's a much, it's totally different, Yeah, totally different. A food sensitivity or sensitive to a food that you're eating and that can create something called intestinal permeability that can lead to an autoimmune type of a condition. This is what we know today. We have different lab testing that we do in order to determine what this food sensitivity is. And just to illustrate the difference between a food allergy and a food sensitivity, a food allergy causes an immediate type of reaction. You can eat a food such as peanuts or eggs and your throat would close. It's called an anaphylactic type of reaction. You need to take Benadryl. Sometimes you got to go to the hospital for this. Right, an EpiPen, totally, it's, it's, it's an immunoglobulin that causes this. That's a different immunoglobulin that what causes food sensitivity. That's just, an, that's just an immune term, immunoglobulin, that causes some type of reaction. That's all that is. So the food sensitivity testing is the game changer for you and for I and for our clients and patients because once we find out what individuals are sensitive to. It's really a game changer for their life. And it's really something that I love to do. And you know what? I go over diets. I went over one today with somebody and I went over one last week. The one last week is crying to me, he and his wife, because his fasting plasma glucose is normal for the first time in 10 years. And he's over 400 pounds and he's been with me for a week. And just the power of yep. eating the correct foods. So this food sensitivity test is an IgG mainly. And it's an immunoglobulin, low-grade inflammation. And we test so many different types of foods. I, I, we can test, I mean, the lab I use tests 260 different types of foods. And it tells me what you should be eating and what you should be avoiding. Because we all have a different metabolism, Julie. We all have a different biochemistry. We, you, you, you and I know this. And for the listeners here today, that is so powerful because you could tell me that you're eating the Mediterranean diet, but there may be components of that Mediterranean diet sure. that are creating an inflammatory response where you're not getting better. How many times have you heard? I'm eating an, inflama- I'm eating an anti-inflammatory <laughs> diet. I'm, I'm, I'm eating yep. the Mediterranean, the paleo the dash all diet, good stuff. <laughs> all good stuff, but there yeah. may be something in there that's creating, and this is the powerful stuff right here 
this is so powerful to look at different fish from tuna to salmon to mackerel, herring, trout, to look at different types of beans, uh, kidney beans, navy beans, pinto beans, to look the at the veggies. nightshades, the I veggies, the spinach. And that that's, and, and I know you and I are both so aligned. I want listeners to really understand the power in this testing to, to underscore what Dr. Dan just said. There is literally no one diet for everybody. Nope. People right. come to me all the time and say, well, tell me what you eat. And, and I'm like, well, but those are my sensitivities. It doesn't help you. And I will tell you this in the population I see, which is 90% autoimmune, if not more, by the time you have an autoimmune diagnosis, you do have intestinal permeability or leaky gut. Once you have leaky gut, you accumulate food sensitivities. That's correct. So there is no such thing as, well, what if I don't have any? It's a vicious circle. It is. The food sensitivity could cause the intestinal permeability leaky gut. The leaky gut could cause it. It's a vicious circle. Yep. And, and all of it continues to drive inflammation. And we right. don't need to get in the, there's molecular mimicry where you're eating those foods and your body thinks right. you're, you know, oh my gosh, I should attack your thyroid because you ate dairy or gluten or so. But, but here's the key I want everybody to understand there were you and I don't order these tests to charge people money. We order these tests to get people results. And as somebody who has, I'm a certified autoimmune paleo coach, I am big on elimination diets. And, and that's what was happening. And when I first, first few years of practice, we would do the elimination diet. And then if the needle wasn't moving, I'd try to convince you, you know, oh, you really, you really need a food sensitivity panel. I don't even give the option now. That's, that's just a standard in all of my programs because I used to call it a shortcut. It's essential. It is, it's essential. And it is, there are always nutrient changers. Yeah, right. totally game changer. Totally. The first two things I always recommend are the food sensitivity test that then we test for leaky gut. Okay. Because I'll do it. You know, what happens is that, you know, all right. So I'm thinking of somebody that came in They're they're they, they, they have an autoimmune condition and they're also diabetic and they were 375 pounds. Clearly they need it to lose weight. They're eating a bad diet. We did the food sensitivity test. Most of the stuff they were eating was creating this low grade inflammation, Julie. Sure. And what happened was, is that they were somewhat resistant in the beginning to change because you know what taking away something from somebody is painful listen as an italian american if you took away which it was <laughs> gluten yeah. and i'm eating macaroni on a daily basis my mother's homemade monogot monocotti delicious having a little espresso with with, with the cannoli with the sfiadel <laughs> i mean all of this stuff just so bad for me and when I did this, you know, when I did the food sensitivity testing on this individual, and they finally were able to understand what's going on and how they should eat, they started to lose some weight. They started to understand. And I literally have an exchange here with this individual where they were saying to me, I have to remember, this is not forever. This is just a beginning point. And I said, listen, unless you want it to be, why not get addicted to success? 
well, it's one day at a time for me right now. I said, okay, I think that's good. Let's gain momentum. Call, you know, he texted me. I could have eaten a little bit more. I said, don't be calorically restricted. You're eating good stuff. He calls me. His fasting plasma glucose in the morning for the first time is under 200. It's 136. By the afternoon, it was 116. It was normal now. He still has a long way to go. But this food sensitivity test to tell me what he should be eating and what she'd be avoiding is so powerful. It had me lose 65, 70 pounds. You look at me today and you would say, no way that you needed to lose that. Right, Julie? But, Absolutely. But listen, here, I have, I have a list of just, just a simple list of vegetables, broccoli, uh, cabbage, carrots, cauliflowers, cucumbers, garlic. This is what we test in order to do this. It's scientific. It's, it's, it's a lot different than when we first started where we did hair analysis. This is a blood test. And this test, you know, 99.9% sensitive, specific. It's just science terms. That means, yeah, what we do is there. The research is behind this and to change their diet on a daily basis. And you know what? What's interesting, especially with me and this patient that I'm thinking of, is that they don't want to go back now. Sure. Because because if you're eating something, Julie, that's creating this inflammation and we do the elimination diet, we take it away. I'd love to put it back in at some point in time. Always. Six to eight weeks. I want to see how they, I just got off. I just got done with a telehealth with somebody and they said I was away. I went off. I've been with you for two weeks and I really didn't need to lose some weight, but I lost about five pounds. It's inflammation because you can carry 12 to 15 pounds worth of inflammation. And she, and she said to me, I went off and I didn't think that it would make much of a difference, but she said, I felt the brain fog. The rashes started to come back. My joints started to hurt. My stomach was bloated. I felt the abdominal pain. I wasn't really constipated. I had that headache type of a thing. Next thing you know, it, she went off of it. Then she came back on because she came back from, you know, going away for a weekend trip. So I said, now, you know, she goes, I need to strategize more to make yeah. this better. Yeah. And so that I'm going to bring the foods with me that I should be eating. And she said to me, she was Dr. Dan, I didn't think, I didn't think that this is how powerful it is. And, and she's very much into, you know, she wants the research articles and stuff like that. Yeah. And I sent them to her and she's like, wow. She goes, there is a ton of research behind it. I said, I wouldn't be doing it if there wasn't research behind it. Why would I do that? Right. It goes back to what you were saying. You're just not doing this for money. You're doing this because you want to serve humankind. And it works. Um, It really does work. And and we may take, you know, that's, that's part of what I do with my clients is, is all of that strategizing because they're not going to think, oh my gosh, I'm going on a trip and I need to bring food because they're not used to doing that. They're used to grabbing something at the airport or eating the crackers that the airline's handing out. And, and so it's, it is then, and we, you, we mentioned the word lifestyle before this is a piece of that lifestyle, but I want to circle back to, and we can dig in as deep as you want on the food sensitivities. I want to circle back. You mentioned that you test also for leaky gut. Let's Let's get right into that. Let's talk about that. It's another blood test. So when you're eating foods that are not good for you, 
you're exposed to toxins in the environment. You're eating foods, insecticides, pesticides, herbicides. You and I grew up in New Jersey. Yep. I'm still in New Jersey. I grew the up Garden in Northern. State. Yeah, I grew up in Northern. I mean, where I live, it's the Garden State. But when I grew up in Northern New Jersey, in the Bloomfield Nork area, there were chemical companies. They actually made Agent Orange that went to, you know, overseas to a war and all that. You're exposed to this type of stuff. You're eating foods that are processed foods. Your gut becomes leaky because of that direct inflammation. Here you go. Very simple. So here's your gut lining. Here's the inside of your gut. And over here is your bloodstream. What happens is that when you have inflammation, it begins to separate. There's proteins that keep your gut lining, the cells together called zonulin. That zonulin, as your cells begin to separate, dumps into your bloodstream. We test for that zonulin. Yeah. On top of the cells are villi. And they bring the food in. They have actin as a protein in there. And as they break down, that actin goes into the bloodstream. So we're testing for the actin and the zonulin. So we can tell specifically what's going on when you are having this leaky gut situation. Listen, you know, what are the factors that bring out a leaky gut? Refined sugars. Oh my God. Processed foods, processed foods, cakes, candy, sugars. Okay. You know, at some point in time in the seventies, we were eating TV dinners. It wasn't homemade types of foods. You know, we have a busy lifestyle, stress, high starch diet, gluten, and grains. Gluten, for it. <laughs> gluten and grains. It's not even the gluten. It's the two proteins in the gluten. It's the gliadin and it's the gluten that's in there. We test for that in the blood test, gluten. And gliadin and glutenin, we test for that. We test for non-gluten grains such as couscous. We make sure that we take away those types of foods. If you're on antibiotics, NSAIDs, you know, you're smoking. Who smokes Airways. today? Stress. Yeah. All of this stuff can create this intestinal permeability. Leaky gut's just a term that is used so that we can understand it. It's just like a painkiller. It's just a term. Think about it. Leaky right. gut pain. It's just a term that people understand, you know, muscle relaxer. It's just a term that right. people understand. That's what a leaky gut is. It's a term that you must understand. And what happens is that we're looking for those different proteins in there. And what happens is that once they're in there, now we got to heal your gut because you can get an autoimmune condition from a leaky gut. I have thrombocytopenia, which is a, which is an autoimmune condition. I don't coagulate well. We did the food sensitivity test. We did the leaky gut test. It changed. It changes every seven to 10 years, your food sensitivities. And I changed my diet, Julie, and my, and my thrombocytopenia. We, you know, there's, there's different enzymes. I lit it up. I don't light it up anymore. So yeah. I went through a detoxification process and I'm not talking about a sugar detox or, a, or a, you know, like, you know, you're thinking about a juice detox. A juice cleanse. Yeah. You know, a juice de no, no. It's the diet that we put together from the food sensitivity test along mm -hmm. with some targeted nutrition, nutrition shakes, because the detoxification process in order to help out the leaky gut 
and to help get rid of these food sensitivities, when you're detoxifying, you're looking at the liver, which is the main detoxifying organ. There's different phases and it needs energy to get rid of the, the toxins in your body. You're, so it, it's an energy dependent process. What happens is that each phase of this detoxification process, there's a bunch of, I know, I'm not going to get into that, but it, it requires a certain amount of vitamins and minerals in order, in different arrays, in order to help out the process. Magic. Okay. Yep. So we, 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 we recommend this stuff to help with the food sensitivity, to help start healing the gut. Then I go into the leaky gut itself. You know, we look at taking out foods. We do, you know, we, we, we look at doing that elimination diet. We take out the foods that you're having this sensitivity to. And again, it's just a game changer when it comes to this. And we take them out. We may add in a probiotic. We may add in different foods that have probiotics in there. I'll reintroduce those foods at, foods at one time, Julie. And I, 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 I get 99.9% .9 of the time, I don't feel well. Yep. <clears throat> I, I don't feel well. And I don't want to go back to eating the way I was eating because you're eating processed foods. You're Absolutely. eating it, well, it doesn't it, it doesn't feel like food anymore. And and I, I always laugh when I see kind of the glazed look when I'm telling clients as we're moving into the elimination, right? We've got the test results. Sometimes we'll start there's certain things that I do remove from everybody temporarily. And so sometimes we'll even just people are ready. They, so we'll start that while we're waiting for the food sensitivity results and makes it a little gentler working our way in. And, and usually in the very beginning, it's, you know, I, they're counting they're I'm on day one, I'm on day two. And I laugh because I always say, I promise you're not going to want to do reintroductions and we are going to do reintroductions while we're working together mm -hmm. because they're that important. That's the gold. That's where the magic happens because if yeah. you reintroduce and it doesn't, and you know, and you get this reaction, this low grade inflammation, you get the brain fog, you start getting your symptoms back. Maybe you start getting some skin rashing back because you're yeah. dealing with some type of autoimmune type of a condition. It's really an educational type of a thing where, you know, you know, those clients and those patients are like, I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to eat that way. And I think this is important. I, I want to make one point, And I say this to patients and, and clients all the time. You know, sometimes they're like, oh, I don't want to do this. But yet you're here. Right. But yet you're here. You yeah. don't want to do this, but yet you're here. But yet I'm the last individual you've come to see. But yet you're here. Right. Well, I don't want to give up you know, eating bacon, we'll say just as a way, just, just as an example, but if the bacon is not good for you because you have an intolerance to pork products, we'll say, and right. turkey products, you know, and, but you're eating it and it's not good for you, but yet you've done the diet and you've done what we've recommended, specific targeted nutrition and supplements, and you feel 85% better, 70 or 50 or even 40, that's a home run. Sure. You know, so we're just going to supplant what you're eating with something that's better for you. And we want you to do that every day. Well, I, you know, doc, I can't eat, I can't eat broccoli every day, but you're eating a bacon cheeseburger every day. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yet you're here. <laughs> well, and I love the the point you make because I, I know you do this too, because I heard it in there. It is so important. It can feel if you have the deprivation mindset, it right. can feel impossible and like there's nothing I can eat anymore. And the reality is if we can shift focus, which I know you do and I do right. with our clients and patients to let's focus on what we can eat. Do you know how many foods there are out there that we can eat? And that's the thing we touched on it earlier. Usually the things we're eating often once we have leaky gut are the things we've become sensitive to. Right. And, and so there's going to be a change. It's going to be a, a significant change and it's going to be so worth it. It's going to be. And you know what? What you just said is important because, again, taking away something sometimes means painful, but there's so many foods that you can eat. And let's just say that you're restricted. You can eat a dozen foods, and it, 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 but, that, but that never happens. But you can only eat a dozen foods. I literally give patients and clients recipes and menus because there's so much you can do with any type of food to make it nutritious sure. and delicious. It's just that we're so used to a certain way. Right. So we're frying, we're frying our steaks in vegetable oil or corn oil or something like that. Ooh. Right. But that's what you're used to. Right. And then you're putting salt on it. It may taste delicious to you, but on the other side is another delicious meal. That's even better for you. Yeah. Right. So here, here's the, I'm, I'm sure you see this all the time because it, it literally it's a hundred percent across the board. Once people are eating real foods, they are so surprised by how good real food tastes <laughs> once you take all that processed junk and the sweeteners and all that stuff that's designed to be high flavor and addictive. And you can actually taste, I, I've ha I had a client literally call me one day and say, oh my gosh, have strawberries always been this sweet? <laughs> You're right. Yes. Because, because you, I, I think you become sensitized because if you're drinking sugary colas yep. and you're having ring dings and all of that, that oh, stuff ring -dings. may not remember those ring dings, I do. honey bones, <laughs> honey, bones <laughs> honey bones for breakfast here in the morning, peanut oh, yeah. chocolate. It was fake peanut butter. And you know what, you know, just to get a little science, there was a study that was done at the Mayo Clinic uh, proceeding. It was published in the Mayo Clinic proceedings. They were looking at Spain because their diet has changed. And they were saying that, and I don't remember any of the statistics, the confidence in intervals, the p-values, all of that stuff, hazard ratios. But I remembered they were looking at these processed foods. They were highly palatable, readily affordable, yep. and they were just available all over the place. So it's easier driving home. Yeah. I'm a little tired. Let me go get a can of Coke with some you know, you know, you know, sugary soda along with whatever, a piece of cake. I used to do it. Right. On the way home when I was, and then I would have a poor diet, a poor meal at the way home. And I, you know, you know, it's like eight o'clock at night and I'm sitting on the couch and I can't get up and I can't move. I didn't want to live life like that yeah. anymore because right. at the age of 60, not that I keep up with my 14 year old who plays hockey, Julie, but. Oh, you're out there moving. I've seen it. 
So and let me tell you something. I was contacted just recently by a friend of mine, two, two friends of mine. And they said to me, send me a picture of you. Okay. Sent them a picture. They said, no, I need a picture of you in your gym shorts. I said, okay. Send a picture of me. I'm like, why do you want this? So I am going on stage in a master's bodybuilding division, either in November or the following November, because I want to show that you can be 60 years old and you can still be healthy. It doesn't have to be. So I have friends of mine that are figure pros, world champions that they're calling me, you know, from males, females, they're like, you're training and you're training with me. I'm starting, I've been, I started, but I'm starting more getting serious next week. I have an appointment with a friend of mine and um, she just won a world figure uh, championship. She's like, I don't care. You're, 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 you're going to do this. So it's just a matter of living and your I, life. I want to correct or add on to you said you can, at 60, you can be as healthy. You can be healthier and younger. Yes. You're younger now than you were back then. I'm younger now than I was in my thirties. I mean, I do more, I'm more able to be physically active and trying new things and learning new things. And I know you're the same way because we share that mindset. That's right. So Dr. Dan, you're, you're based in New Jersey. You're doing this amazing work with people. How, how are you working? Do you have someone have to be in New Jersey to come see you? How do you work with people? I'm licensed. I'm licensed in other states. So I can do telehealth in those states. So, you know, you can, you can contact me, email dancarlicchio at gmail.com. You can go to social media, Dan Carlicchio, just put in, there's nobody, not too many people with the last name Carlicchio. And all the, you know. all the links are in the show notes as well. So. Yeah. So you yeah. can, you can contact me. And if I can help you out personally, I will. If not, just like you, Julie, we know the same people in many different yep. states, more than happy to get you in touch with somebody who can help you out in your particular area of the country. Listen, you can you can you can talk with me and I, I can offer your I can offer your your listening audience a discovery call. Half an hour. We're just gonna chat. We'll do we'll do a Zoom. If I if you're in a region where I can help you, fine. If not, Get you to somebody. I, I could speak with Julie. You know, who, who do we know in this state, you know, and who do we know, whatever. So I do telehealth from all over in states that I'm licensed in. And then we can help you out with somebody. It's, just, it's a matter of serving humankind. It's a matter of getting those individuals into that healthy lifestyle. And I'm not just talking about that, like, you know, fluffy type of stuff. I'm talking about seriously changing who you are positive lifestyle changes. This is such a game changer. I love doing this. You and I have the same passion. We do. We from, do from, from, from New Jersey and you <laughs> tolerate my North Jersey accent. So it's all good. Well, my, so after I speak with you, my kids will say, who, who are you talking to? You know, there's a handful of people that, that if I'm talking to Someone with a North Jersey or certain New York accents, my kids swear, you know, I've been gone a long time from Jersey, but it's still in there. (laughs) So what happens is that when you talk to them, you'll have that, you'll have that accent. I was, I was talking with, I was talking with one of our, 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 our colleagues and she lives in California now. And I called her and she said, are you from Brooklyn or are you from Northern New Jersey? And I said, (laughs) Northern New Jersey. 
She goes, I love your accent. I said, I'm going to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm going to go for accent removal classes now. Because <laughs> I said, that's the way it is. I said, you know, you know. Well, I, I love it. To me, as you know, it feels yep. like home. So I, I, it just makes me happy, Dan, as you always do. You, this has well. been so amazing. We talked about a lot of, and I know, Again, we could talk for three hours because this is so important to both. And we know how important it is for listeners. What's one thing listeners can do today? One step if they, you know, just do nothing else and they start one thing today that's going to improve their health. You know what? You know, I'm going to give you three things because they think that they're, they're, they're all, they're all tied together. I want everybody you're a rule to get, breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I am a rule breaker. You know that. I want you to get restful, restorative sleep because without that, doesn't matter how much nutrition, you know, how much your nutrition is good. The, 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 the second thing is I want you to take an inventory of your life and I want you to sit there and say, where can I make it better mentally, physically, emotionally? And then the third thing is you're going to, you're going to pick up the phone and you're going to call Julie and I, because we want you to um, get these food sensitivity tests and we want you to get these leaky cut, these leaky gut tests. And we want you to make it where you start the process. And as a friend of mine says, and you know this person too, gain momentum. You could do those three things and you gain momentum. Yeah. Each day becomes a little bit better. And then from there, you know, let us help you out. Let's let us find somebody that can help you out. So I, I am a rule breaker. I'm sorry, Julie, that I did three. Oh, I can't say I'm surprised. It's all good. <laughs> You know, you're an overgiver. I asked for one, you gave three. I love it. (laughs) Before we wrap up, I know I already said the links will be in the notes, but if somebody wants to find you in one spot, they're listening, they don't want to look at the show notes. They just want to go somewhere. Where's the best place to find you? So if you go on to Facebook and if Mm -hmm. you go to Nutrition of Westfield, that is uh, my main office. Perfect. You just put in Nutrition of Westfield. It has on there, it has my website, it has my phone number, it has my email. If you're going to email me, you know, just say that, you you know, you know, you saw me on on Julie's podcast, I'll be more than happy to get back to you. So that's the best way to do it. Wonderful. And we'll have links in the show notes as well for that amazing, generous offer of the discovery call with you for anyone who wants to connect and see if they're lucky enough to be in a state where you can help them or if they will simply be guided by you. That's right. 100%. It's always good to help, always good to coach, and always good to collaborate because we can collaborate with somebody that can take care of you. So that's always good. Wonderful. Dr. Dan, thank you so much. You have shared some real gold with us today. Thank you very much, Julie. It's an honor and a pleasure. Julie and I are really good friends and we've been trying to get, I was one of the first to be asked to come on the podcast, but you know, we're, we're, we, were, we were trying to get together. So it's always an honor and a pleasure. And for everybody listening, please also call contact Julie because she's the best of the best of the best. So it's an honor and a pleasure, Julie. Thank you very much. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. For everyone listening, remember you can get the show notes and transcripts by visiting inspiredliving.show. I hope you had a great time and enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I will see you all next week. Thank you for listening to Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity. Did you enjoy this episode? Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. 
If you'd like to get a transcript of this and every other episode, just head on over to inspiredliving.show or click on the link in this episode's description. There, you can also find everything we discussed in this episode, including links and information about our guests. You can even send in your questions to be answered by Julie in a future episode. That's inspiredliving.show. Until next time, this is Julie Michelson's Inspired Living with Autoimmunity podcast, helping you take your power back.